Welcome to a very special episode of Two Beers and a Mic. Today we will be talking about the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight. Uh, it finished in a way I or Stone never would have expected. Our brackets were definitely busted there. Um, yeah, we're thinking very low percentage of 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 wins on what we predicted there. But, you know, that's what makes March Madness so fun. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some worst bathroom experiences, some a deep Ellum our last beer that we will be trying in our deep Ellum series. And we will end it all off with a top three of dad fit checks. Uh, this episode of two beers and a mic is brought to you by business solutions, technology, uh, any printer or toner needs visit business solutions, technology.com. This is two beers and a mic here. We go. Hey guys, how you doing there, bud? Doing all right. How yeah. you doing? Making it? I'm making it. Yeah. Some days are better than others. <laughs> I, I feel you there. I feel you there. But um, we're doing good. We're yeah. doing good. 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 Here we are, though. Yeah, we're here again. Um, trying to stay, trying to stay, you know, consistent with our recording schedule. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we have day jobs. Yeah. Um, you know that take us away from time to time. But you know, our goal is to be as as consistent as as possible with this right and so you know we try our best some days but some weeks you know things get crazy and things get hectic but here yeah. we are at 10 15 p.m about ready to record the grind you know grind just is so real. We, could, we could get one in but how about a uh how about a crazy 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 start to this um sweet 16 i mean i think before we get involved with that i'm gonna need i'm gonna need a beer so why don't we why don't, crack we, one open. why don't we crack this one open for a, a nice beer review? Today we are cracking open the Deep Ellum IPA. Their main, main beer over at Deep Ellum Brewing Company is the last beer that we'll be trying in the Deep Ellum series. Um, first thoughts before we before we even pull it out of the out of the fridge. Not an IPA fan. So we're gonna we're gonna have high hopes, but we're you know. I, it's just something about it, man. I just, I've never been a fan, but like I said, we're going to have, or we're going to, we're going to look at the glass half full. There we go. We'll see. I think like the best part about these beer reviews is we are able to, we are able to try new things um, mm-hmm. because like I would say I'm very repetitive in right. what I like to try and yeah. what I drink and yeah. you never know. I mean, oh, absolutely. We'll be. You know, like the last one. I mean, uh, beer. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Your grandpa drinking uh, beer. The generic beer brand. Um, But the last one that we tried was was very good. The Dallas Blonde. It was. Um, Took us by surprise. You know, I had never drinking that one. At least, you know, I might have taken a sip here or there. Right. Maybe someone saying you should try this. But other than that, you know, I was very surprised. And, you know, we gave that a whopping 4.5 out of 5 rating. So let's grab this uh, Deep Ellum IPA out. Of the good old SOK sponsored fridge. Yeah, buddy. It has taken me a collective of two and a half or three years now to put that many stickers on that fridge because at one point I gave it to your fiance and my sister and she just took all my stickers off, man. It's just like don't mess with another man's stickers. Right. Come you know? on. I mean, that's just a that should be I think that's like the eleventh commandment. Right. Don't don't mess with another man's stickers. It's a very well-spoken and known rule. Absolutely. Well, let's check out this artwork here on this Deep Ellum IPA. This one's a little higher 
7% alcohol by volume. So if you haven't haven't had anything to eat in the last couple of hours, this one, you know, one can might, <laughs> might, might get you in. a little might get you a little going. It's over the top tropical fruit, citrus, pine and floral aromas, which is one of the reasons I like it okay. a lot because it's not one of those super weedy IPAs. It's uh, definitely one of those lighter ones, even though it problem. is so heavy. Right. But I like the citrus. I think this is a citrusy toned IPA and that's okay. what makes it one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I think we're rocking if we can, you know, I've artwork is still dope as always zoom in on the, on the can there. But, yeah. um, what, what are we, what are we looking at here? It looks like a pine cone. It looks, yeah, like a pine cone with wings and, uh, an ass cut and one eye, one eye and a little torch at the top. Yeah. Well, in case you were wondering where Deep Ellum Brewing Company is located, it is located at 2823 St. Louis Street, Dallas, Texas, 75226. You can visit Uh We're very grateful for, uh, you know, the ability to rate and review these beers. Uh, thank you, Deep Ellum. Um, you know, you guys have produced some, some great stuff for us. So yeah. are you ready for all those ASMRs out there? No more foam. On the mic. That was a good one. You had a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. All right, you ready? Pinkies. Pinkies up. I can see it right off the bat. You you might not be might not be the biggest fan of that one. And I just I don't know. That was a little bitter. It's very thick. Like yeah, so it's thicker than like a regular beer. And yeah. maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a pussy man. I don't know. Yeah, that's about how I remember it. But <laughs> I I thoroughly like Deep LMIPA. Okay. Um it was definitely one of the first IPAs that I ever tried as like a, a twenty one year old. A twenty one year old. Twenty one year old. Uh you know, two beers is not responsible for any underage drinking or uh drinking and driving. Drink ever. responsibly. Twenty one and up. Please. Absolutely. Uh I I thoroughly enjoy it. If I were to give it like a true rating, like being unbiased, I think I like the Dallas Blonde more. I'm going to give it a 3.8. We're doing average scores here. Okay. So I'm going to give it a 3.8. I'll give this one. I'll give this one a 2.25. Okay. So we about average out at about what did I, so I said. You said a 3.5. 3.5. 3.8, somewhere around there. We'll average it out to a three. Right. We'll say it's a, it's just a solid three. So, again, thank you. Thank you, Deep Ellum. Uh, that will conclude, at least for now, um, the canned beer series. I know right. that in the future we will definitely be visiting Deep Ellum Brewery. Um, and, you know, doing whether, a live tasting. Yeah, whether it's, you know, sponsored by them or not, we'll, we're going we're gonna to go in there and, you know, try to take a swig of, you know, maybe some of their taproom stuff. Um just straight from the draft, maybe yeah. even. Yeah, I mean, you know, give me a, give me the the, the suicide cocktail. You know what we used oh. to do with all the sodas. We'll Dude. do that with the beers. Uh so one time, let me tell you the story real quick. Go ahead. We were in a, uh, I was at work in like Kentucky, mm-hmm. and we were we're in a hotel across the street from a Chili's, and so we walked in, uh, me and my coworker. And we walked in and we sat at the bar and we ate and we watched some, I, th- I want to say it was some football games or basketball games or something. And uh, we had eaten, we had eaten, we had drank a little bit. 
And the bartender was like, you know, we had, you know, struck, struck up some conversation with her. You know, we we're trying to be friendly. Right. And she was about to close down and she offered a challenge where it was like, uh, if you will take a shot of all the liquid on the beer mat, you she would pay for our food and drink for on the, the beer night. Mat? And so I was like, uh, I think we had eaten like these. I don't even remember like these $15 meals along with like three or four beers. I mean, I think my 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 tab was probably like around like 35 or 40. Yeah. And I was like, uh, one, one <laughs> shot of the of the mat shot you know one shot of the map beer just poured into the shot glass for a 40 dollar tab i said bring it on that's and i so i downed it gross. and free, <laughs> that's so gross free food or drink for the whole night it was a yeah <laughs> real real nice party there oh yeah. i bet that was good but you know free food fair so, i mean as a co- as college kids we were really re- willing to do anything you know mm-hmm. that's which fair. i'm sure i'm sure the <laughs> I'm sure the beer mat led to some uh, questionable bathroom experiences afterwards, but... um, Dude. All right, so have you ever had just, like, the worst bathroom experience? You know what I'm saying? Like, just, like, straight-up nasty. I have one that I would love to save after you tell me yours because I know I think mine will trump yeah all bathroom oh, experiences so i'm gonna let, i'm gonna let you take take the brains on this one and that's you, fair you started off man all right so i was nine years old and we had we were skiing in colorado with my family okay, okay. and it was we were you know there were what probably 20 of us there we were all up on the mountain. We were running down our last slope for the day. And at that point, I think it was my first day snowboarding or my first time snowboarding. And so still fairly new to it or whatnot. But um, I uh, end up going down the slope with all my family on the last day. The days before we were all in ski school and everything, you know. So um, on this last day, we're coming down the slope. It's probably about four or five o'clock. Um, so slopes are getting ready to close down. Um, it's going to get dark here soon. And, um, I'm going down with my dad and my cousin Barton. And next thing I know, I just get this overwhelming feeling, uh, in my bowels. Oh dear. I get a massive bowel movement, man. And I just, I'm like, dad, like I, I gotta go. And he's like, like right now. And I'm like, dude, like right now. And he's like, okay. So he's like, you want to race? And I think he just, he knew how bad I had to go. So we, we raced our sorry tails down that mountain. And sure enough, we get, uh, we get our boots off and everything. Well, hell we have a 30 minute drive back with, uh, the van that took us in from the, uh, hotel. And so I'm sitting on there just twiddling my, twiddling my thumbs and freaking crossing my legs, doing everything in me not to just let out a fart right now. Cause you know, sometimes you think he can, you just turtle headed and it just, it seeps out. It just releases. Yeah. It turns into like a nasty, just mess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're, uh, we're driving right. And I just, man, it's just, I'm sweating bullets at this point and we get off the freaking van and I'm sprinting inside to the hotel. 
Um, I'm running down the sidewalk and I slip on the freaking sidewalk and bust my head and in the, and like the, you know, those little, uh, bricks that they have on the edge of a flower garden yeah. or, and they're like, kind of like wait or they're wavy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I hit my head uh, on that mug right there and I, I got up, I was like, Oh, that hurt. And I still had that feeling that I had to poop. And so I got up real quick. And right as I'm opening the door into the toilet of like the lobby toilet, um, I start shitting my pants <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's not, it's not like solid. And oh. so I'm, I'm trying to like get my pants down as I'm shitting and it ends up just being a little bit projectiled. Um, and so I, I, I look over as I'm sitting on the toilet, finishing my shit and it, it was just kind of like a little walkway of where it led to the toilet <laughs> i'm just freaking sitting on the toilet man i'm like oh this is bad just a brown snout oh trout. just brown snout <laughs> trout dude i tell you what man it was the nastiest thing i i was sitting there for 15 minutes trying to clean it up after i'd gotten done and um, i hear my dad and uh, my cousin annalisa knocking on the door and they're like you okay i said no Absolutely no, not. we're bad. We're not doing good. And uh, sure enough, you know, I'm nine at the time. So I, I asked my dad for help. I need, I'm like, Dad, can you help me? So sure enough, my poor dad comes in there, just shits galore everywhere. And he he's kind, man. He helped me clean it up. I think he wiped my ass even a little bit. But it was, dude, that was, I, I will never forget that day. I haven't had anything quite that embarrassing or just, uh, yeah bowel moving i feel you well Dude. that's that's pretty that's pretty bad uh, it's pretty bad but as uh, at least so here's what i'll say the difference between your story and my story is at least you have a crutch uh to use in the fact that you were nine so oh, here so we're here about we go to hear here. a recent story yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> okay so i was second year of college this is what i know i was second year of college so i'm probably i'm probably 20 years old i think at the time um and I went to this Were you at festival. Yes. Okay. And so um, I went to, I took a weekend and I went down to visit. I had a lot of friends that went to Texas A&M and there's a music festival called Chili Fest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we went down there for Chili Fest and, you know, it was just like a weekend of drinking and what, like listening to um, like these, these awesome bands and all that type of stuff. It was a great, great, great time. Right. So, you know, uh, my buddy Sam, his... Um, fraternity uh had like what was called like a build so it's like a section that you like if you bought your your ticket to chili fest through Mm -hmm. their fraternity you got a wristband and so i think it was like 120 bucks to get the ticket but that was a two-day ticket and it included free food and free beer in this build and i think they had said like they had bought uh or they had like like twenty thousand dollars worth of beer it like just stacked up in this like like wooden storage thing that they were just throwing into like basically a a horse or a pig trough full Mm -hmm. of ice and stuff and so like you could just run in there grab whatever you wanted whenever you wanted it um you know the whole thing so you know at this point you know we're i think we're talking like you know we'd been there a minute i was lit uh Mm -hmm. and so i i had like a beer in my back pocket i think like okay so the point of it was like to dress as ugly as possible right so i had some i had some cut off jorts yeah and um a cut off like like you know those uh like brown and yellow color 
uh, like pearl snaps or whatever. But they're not like those nice ones, but they're like the ones you can find at like Goodwill or whatever. Yeah, so I'd cut the yeah. sleeves off those. Okay. And so they had like two frockets. So I had a beer and a frocket, a beer and a frocket. Right. And then I had some in my <laughs> back pockets. Right. And so I go to the bathroom, which there's like 50, like 50 to 100 porta potties lined up. Right. Mm. Just all up in a row and community shitting yeah 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 yeah. and there's lines to every single one and so i pulled up you know to one and you know i dropped my pants and i and i was i was peeing that's that's all i had to do and then i got out Mm -hmm. and so i am i'm walking out and whatever um and i walk back to the build and i feel around for my phone can't find it i had heard while it was in the bathroom you know i'm like barely functioning as like as like my mind mm. or whatever. And so I thought that when I like pulled down my pants to pee or whatever, a beer had fallen out of my back pocket and fallen into the porta potty. Cause I had right. heard like a thunk, right? Uh, and I couldn't find my phone. You didn't go diving. No. Don't tell me. And so I go back to the porta potty. Mm-hmm. I found the right one. Had to stick my hand oh, dude. down in that because it's dude it's your phone you're a 20 year old you're there for the weekend yeah you have to get back home and at this point iphones are made waterproof for this yeah specific reason oh it worked and i sold it but so i'm digging in there digging in there it's the grossest experience of my life ended up finding it pulled it out as soon as i got out i had like three beers on me i got like in my back pockets or whatever like just cleaned it off as much as I could in the in the sink or whatever oh. that was in there and then I doused my arm because I was thinking alcohol like it'll fix it or right. whatever so I doused my arm in like Red's Apple Ale, Miller Lite and Bush Light just like just like to clean off the every you know 30 people's worth of crap that had That's built so up on gross. my arm and I had my phone on me and we cleaned it up and luckily like another friend that I had there had like a fanny pack with like hand sanitizer and I said I need the whole thing Uh-oh. and I grabbed the whole thing and I just started sanitizing my arm and Dude, that's, that's that's freaking awful man <laughs> that's like every little league baseballer's worst nightmare right there having to stick your hand in the porta potty Oh, you can pay me enough money to do that. Yeah, but like, I'm thinking, if it's anything else, I mean, if it's a wallet, it's replace. You know, it's. I mean, a phone's replaceable. I'd do it for my wallet. But like my, my phone, like, yeah. Okay, I understand. Like an ID, that'd be hard to replace. But like, you have all your cards; those are can be replaced. But I'm thinking, you know, I'm 20. Right. I'm at this event or whatever for at least a day and a half. Yeah. I need to be able to talk to some people communicate with some people at least let them know where you're at exactly and so i'm like and then i and then i'm thinking also i mean i probably didn't think this far ahead but i'm like i also have to get home and i have to use maps and i can't like at the time i'm driving like an 05 jeep grand cherokee so it doesn't have doesn't have (laughs) built-in maps or navigation or anything like that like i'm rocking my phone on a freaking you know suction cup tripod or whatever exactly using that old days so it was it was a necessity to go dive and i don't think there was any way around it um but yeah that's so gross that would be my worst bathroom experience oh especially at like a convention like you know how many people got the beer shits from that yep which might have made it the easiest because maybe it wasn't like it wasn't caked on my arm it just kind of slid right off (laughs) (laughs) it was easier to retrieve because it wasn't as thick and jello yeah gelatin granted the phone 
might have just stuck on the top and i could have just grabbed it yeah but it was uh it was definitely an experience is what i'll say god that's worse that's not what i was expecting you to say at all (laughs) and then later later that weekend i actually fell asleep in one of them because you sit down and the the key is you never like want to take a crap while you're drunk at a festival because i slept in a porta potty for at least three hours and i got it like i remember going in at day daylight and i remember coming out and it was the last act of the night ended up finding a friend and like we ended up like getting getting back home uh or back to where we were staying and it was like it was insane i couldn't do festivals man i'd get lost i'm terrible with directions as it is there's no shot no shot at all. Good lord! But well, how about we? Uh, how about we transition into something a little more cleaner? How about yeah. we'll, we'll transition? I, feel like I need into, to sanitize myself. You might. You might. I need to. I mean, that memory will forever be ingrained in my in my brain. Mm-hmm. I shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need to. Yeah, you need to wash it. There's some diseases still crawling around on there. Um, sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. In, insane. Insane. Uh, Stone and I's predictions uh, on the last episode were just kicked right out the door. Awful. I think we might have gotten like three, three out of eight. I know nothing about basketball. <laughs> my final four prediction: no one's even in it anymore. Um, you know that's the great part about about March Madness. I would say. Um, so the Sweet Sixteen kind of, you know, we'll go over some of the games, give them a little quick recap. Bama versus San Diego State. San Diego State won seventy one sixty four. I was back and forth first half. Uh, San Diego State, you know, ended up being up five at half. Um, they looked very, very, very impressive. Bama had a really hot start to the second half, um, and they they ended up going like up like nine or eight, and it looked like all right, SDSU, you might be in some trouble. Uh, but then they came back looking electric, pulled out a victory. They had never beaten a one seed ever uh, in their in their you know years of playing so that was that was huge so sdsu coming coming out with a victory there uh gonzaga versus ucla it was their first time going to the elite eight too i think i think yeah, you might, SDSU. yeah I think you're right yeah it was their first right. time going to the elite eight that's crazy um yeah and then you had gonzaga versus ucla uh obviously um you know drew timmy that he carried that game he had 36 points to uh, timmy two-step that's right julian strother hit the clutch three at the end pretty far three it was at least a 30-footer uh, to win the game for the Zags. So, you know, they ended up beating UCLA. Uh, FAU versus Tennessee, something that I never would have guessed was nine seed facing a four seed and 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 coming out with a pretty good victory. They showed everyone that they should they should be, you know, FAU showed everyone that they needed more respect. Yeah, they, um, they belonged in the tournament. Which truly, I mean, if you really look at it, they have the most wins currently with uh, being in the NCAA tournament. They have the most wins out of all the teams right now. Uh, I think they're 35-3. and three. Or mm. something like that on the season. Dang. Um, so Tennessee jumped out to an early lead. They had a very, very uh large size factor. So they were a lot bigger than FAU. FAU's guards, though, just were so quick and they're so athletic. So, yeah. you know, they just showed more effort, it seemed. Uh when I watched the game, Tennessee, I think, came in thinking they were gonna like they're just hand- gonna body them. handle it pretty yeah. easily. And they ended up um Jumping out to a 10-point lead with six minutes left and just kind of carrying their victory there. Miami played Houston. Uh, Miami handled Houston with ease and just moved on. I mean, Houston That's did crazy. not look like that one seed that they were. Right. Miami showed that, you know, they 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 belong where they belong. And it was, right. it was impressive watching them play. Uh, Texas versus Xavier. Texas was up 17 and a half. So, you know, they came out strong, kind of cruised to victory there. Mm-hmm. They won 83-71. UConn versus Arkansas. UConn absolutely dominated Arkansas. Um, 
pulled up uh, with so a 17 sad. point first. <laughs> I know. Pigs are out. Uh, they pulled up to a 17 point lead uh, going into the half, ended up winning by 23. Mm. Um, and you had K State versus Michigan State. Really, really good that game. That was a great game. Um, Keontae Johnson had 22. Uh, they won in overtime. Marquise Noel had 19 assists and 20 points. Dude kind of balled out there. He's a poor guard. got injured. Yeah, yeah. That was the game that he got injured. Uh, Ankle injury, right? Yes, and I think he came back, and he just, like, when I saw 19 assists, I was like, holy crap, this dude oh, is just dude. going crazy. Um, under betters, sorry. Uh, you know, 98-93. I think the uh, over-under was around, like, one, 156 or something like that, mm. and they ended up hitting that with – with like seven minutes left in regulation. So if you were an under better, sorry, sorry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, K State had a chance um, to win at the buzzer. They just couldn't connect. They had like a layup that kind of just bounced off the backboard, didn't end up going in. Um, but then, you know, Noel and Johnson, they led them to that overtime victory. Creighton played Princeton, uh, beat them by 11. Princeton played a great game, but Creighton's size and athleticism, yeah, you just... They were just so much bigger, body you know, them. At some time, or at some point, they they were going to, like, show their, you know, that they weren't just big enough. So, that ended up costing them. And then that, that brings us to the Elite Eight games. Yeah. You know, you had FAU versus K-State. Uh, FAU won by three. Their guards were crazy. They're just crazy athletic. They mm. had the first step on every single one of K-State's guards. It just looked like they were quicker. They were faster. They they were more athletic. I think their athleticism is really carrying them right now. It's one of them. Yeah, because they're just they're they're showing they're showing a lot of a lot of heart for a right. nine seed. Right. Um. It was a it was a very competitive first half. Uh. FAU was leading by four four at half. Um, and then the second half, man, no one missed. It was just like shot after shot after shot after shot. Nice. Um, FAU was up three with six seconds to go, and K-State couldn't even get a shot off. They, they didn't even get an attempt to tie. Dang. Um, ended up getting the ball stolen, and, and that was the game there. Uh, UConn versus Gonzaga. UConn came out and proved in their Sweet 16 and Elite Eight games that they are the best team on the board right now. Mm-hmm. Because they beat Gonzaga by 28. That's crazy to me. Um, it was close early, too. I mean, this was like a complete second half like disaster for yeah. Gonzaga. Because uh, UConn was only up seven. And the only reason they were up seven was because they hit uh, UConn hit a three with like two seconds left in the second half. Or in wow. the first half. So, you know, they weren't even like truly... Uh, they weren't even truly like up a ton, and then they just they they ended up being up thirty two with like seven minutes left in the game, um, you know, going crazy there. So that mm. was that was insane. Um, you know, San Diego State beat Creighton by one point. Creighton looked like uh, the overall better better team early, um, but they went on a three minute stretch in the last five minutes of the first half without scoring, but they ended up leading by five at halftime. Mm. Uh, I think they could have ended that that first half stronger. That might have led them to a victory. Yeah. Um, they definitely had a very competitive second half. Uh, it ended up being tied at the last possession. It came down to a questionable foul. So the whole game, they never really called a lot of penalties. And all of a sudden, at the very end, they kind of showed, you know, the defender had his hand on a hip. The guy ended up falling down. I think he sold it really well. I think it's not a a call. It's just not a call I think you make in the NCAA tournament in an Elite Eight game at the buzzer. And so they didn't even really give Creighton a chance because, or not Creighton, uh, um, 
Yeah, they didn't even give Creighton a chance. Um, you can you know they called that foul. The guy ended up sinking one of the two free throws, and then at the end of regulation, they ended up claiming that there was no time left on the clock, and so Creighton didn't even get a chance to inbound the ball and do anything. So it was kind of one of those like questionable referee decisions where right. I think Creighton's going to be like, we got screwed there. Dang. Um, and then we had Miami versus Texas. Uh, Miami ended up winning 88-81. Uh, very, very competitive first half. Um, Texas led by eight, actually, at the half. They actually jumped up to a 13-point lead uh, about five, six minutes into the second second half. Um they they maintained like an eight to twelve point lead until eight minutes left, so it was their game Dang. to win, and they ended up going to a scoring drought. Miami went on a thirteen two run to go up to go up one with five minutes left. Uh, Miami got to the free throw line more than twice as much as Texas did in the second half. Mm. They ended up shooting like at least twenty free throws in the second half, so that killed Texas. They were yeah. sinking them too. You know they weren't they were taking their opportunities. I know we had talked about that on the last podcast right. that free throws win win and lose games and that's it definitely won it for them. It was a great high scoring game. Miami hit a ton of tough shots. I think I think that's the one thing that's going to maybe differentiate them in the in the final four is they were hitting a lot of shots that I was like, "Eh, those don't typically go in." Yeah. Um, but they were hitting, I mean, they were hitting them. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of like fadeaway shots, a lot of falling down shots, a lot of banking off the backboard shots. Right. Um, the, Playground know, shots. Yeah, yeah, just stuff that, like, I think, you know, someone was on their side up in the, yeah, yeah, you saying. know, just letting them fall. Right. Um. Yeah, so they ended up they ended up pulling away to win by seven and go to their first Final Four. So Good for them. Very, very awesome Sweet 16. Very awesome Elite Eight. Um, I think, you know, no one expected the final four that we have. I mean, mm-hmm. this year has been hectic. Yeah. And that's why I love March Madness. And I think this that's year. That's how it's been the past few years, for sure. Yeah. Just very, you, you kind of go into it not knowing what to expect. And, you know, it just, it, it makes it fun. It makes March Madness uh, fun to be a part of, fun to watch and everything like that. So it's definitely, I definitely like the theme that's kind of involved in March Madness and, all that it entails, you know? And I think, like, just the fact that it brings all these different teams with all these different play styles, all these different kind right. of sizes, um, players, and just there's so... I mean, there's there's trillions of, of different, you know, ways that people can match up. I mean, you could have a team right. that's a 16 seed, like, like uh, Farley Dickinson, and they're matched up against, you know, Purdue. Well, if they're matched up against Bama, if they're matched up against, you know, any of the uh, Houston or or who who's the other one seed um, that got kicked out in the round of 32? Um, I can't remember who the other one seed was. Purdue, uh, Purdue, Houston. Duke wasn't one seed, were they? They were two. No, they were like a five or something. Anyway, um, you know, just to have you know them beat Purdue I think they were they were matched up against that team yeah. and they obviously they you know pulled something off that no one expected but yeah. they they still pulled it off yeah they don't make those matchups intending for the underdog to win that's for sure no no and it's just you know you just have these great these great matchups no matter no matter who it is I mean really in all honesty I mean we're talking you know we have a nine nine FAU team playing a number five SD you know San Diego State team. We have a five Miami team playing a four UConn team. I right. think UConn, if I were to a guess, is going to pull away with it. 
they look like the most impressive. I'm hoping for a FAU versus UConn game. I think that'll match up well with the athleticism, the big men. Yeah. Um, FAU, I think winning it all would be awesome. They look, you know, they're the true underdog right now. Yeah. I think everyone's counting them out. I think San Diego State is the second most impressive, but I would love to see a UConn versus FAU. Yeah. Uh, Final Four. Yeah. Who do you Who do you have out of those four winning it all? Man. I'm probably going to go UConn just because they've been in a, in a similar situation before. Um, they, <clears throat> like, like you said earlier, floor, FAU is their first time to the Elite Eight. This is going to be the first time if they make it to the championship. And um, uh, is it San Diego State's first time as well or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you've got a bunch of first-timers in there. Miami, um, FAU, and San Diego State, I believe it's their first time in the final Right. Four, so. so how are they going to be under the big lights whenever they come on, you know? So that, that I think that'll play a big factor in it as well. How will the pressure um, uh, play play a factor uh, in all the members of the team and everything like that, you know? So Because they're going to feel it whenever they step out onto that championship floor and they're like, oh, we're about to play for it. Yeah. This is it. You know, it's just a different, it's a different environment and UConn's yeah. been so dominant right. lately. And obviously like, you know, they, I think their last, uh, title, I know they haven't been pretty relevant in the past few years, but their last title, I think came in 2014 when they beat Kentucky. Um, and so, you know, they have at least some familiarity, maybe not the players, right. not but the, the players, team. but the coach. Yeah. Or has uh, the, has the coach been there the same? I don't think no. so, but still, I mean, there's gotta be people on the staff. Yeah. There's gotta be people, you know, in that. You know, in that yeah. in that locker room, someone that has the expertise. Yeah, you know, back from I mean, nine years yeah. ago. and maybe I'm speaking out of pocket. Maybe they're maybe they're still feeling feeling out uh, their fresh legs in the big lights as well. You know, definitely. So definitely, it'll be interesting to see. So I'm excited. I'm excited. They'll play Saturday. Yeah, yeah they play Saturday. Final Four is Saturday. Um, the championship game is Monday, so we will be recording Tuesday so that we mm-hmm. can get a full recap of all that type of stuff. Yep. Um, and then hopefully, I, I would I would love to actually if we could try to plan getting into maybe one of the the breweries to watch maybe the championship or the one of the final four games if we can if that'd we can maybe maybe try to get something like that planned that'd be that'd be a fun time. Yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. Well, we are going to transition on over to we have a very fun little draft list uh for everyone today uh we're going to talk about the top three fit checks for dads yeah um you know the typical dad wear yeah uh, we definitely want you to comment down below if we missed anything um everything dad but yeah we have a top three draft list here and we will be posting this on our instagram each of our lists and we'll get hopefully you guys to vote um you know the people that follow us out there um we'll get you to vote on which list you like the best and we will we will just be going forward from there but yeah definitely comment down below what you think you know we've missed or what you think should rank higher um on on dad fit checks so i'll let you take the floor though you take why don't you give me your your number three because i know we have different lists We'll work our way up. We'll not start with number three, work our way to number one. Who's your number three? Right. Okay. So, man, it always just makes me cringe a little bit whenever I see a dad with like a, like a, and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, uh, going against my own word by saying this and, or by wearing this hat now, but seeing just like a, 
tan strap back hat, you know, not like a, not a snap back, but a strap back yeah. and just like pulled all the way down like this. Like the sun is just going to sneak right underneath any cracking crevice that's in between their eyes and this little bill right here. If they need any, any kind of adjustment, you just hear that nice. Yeah. That Velcro. Oh, the Velcro. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's even worse, man. I didn't even think about that. The yeah. Velcro that gets stuck in your hair and everything. My dad used to wear those Velcro visors too. Oh yeah. Oh, those are swagging. Dude. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good number three for sure. Uh, my number three will be what I see a lot on planes and I see a lot more recently. Uh, you know, those dads that just, they, they try to exemplify. I'm like the little league coach uh, or, or I'm, I'm living my, dad. I'm living my glory days right. throughout my kids. Um, through them. They're always rocking Under Armour, man. Whether it be the Under oh, Armour shoes, yes. the Under Armour pants, the Under Armour shirts. I mean, they. If you are an, if you are a sports dad, you are rocking Under Armour, no matter what. That is that is y'all's brand. You've you've for sure. it. You know whether it's um, polos, t-shirts, tracksuits, yes, shoes. It, it, they go head to toe. I mean, mm-hmm. I see them on planes all the time. You know, they're wearing their comfy fits, man. It's it's those those dads that hit the gym, you know, after their yep. marketing meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they know. always wear the uh, one-size-fits-all oh, yeah. cap. Oh, yeah. Never a strap back. No, that one's just one-size-fits-most. Yeah. A lot of times they're bald, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the track suits. Just hairless. Yeah. Crazy. That's all they want. <laughs> yep. Um, so who you got for number two? For number two, I'm going to have to go with, um, cargo shorts below the knee. Oh yeah. And I can't say that I didn't used to wear cargo shorts, but below the knee, that's just a new level of like, you're a pedophile or it's just, I Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like, I don't like cargo shorts below the knee, man. It's, it's tough. It's tough on me. It's just. Uh, I think they look like capris even yeah, like at exactly. some point they're they're like trying to rock these these I just like I can't imagine the mobility you know what I mean yeah. like I I'd hate walking around knowing and like what if you had to like especially with the little uh, straps oh, on that come yeah. out right there those you things can, are you can zip you up. can tighten or yeah. zip up <laughs> those things are so gross um. Yeah, and then every time they ever take a knee or something, it just pulls yep. pulls their shorts down. So you, th- yep. so you see that nice dad plumber crack yep. rocking oh. with those with those nice dude heavy twenty five pocket cargo shorts uh, and the Under Armour shirt and the Under Armour <laughs> shirt. Well, typically, yeah, yeah. Um, my number two yeah, has got to be. It's kind of like a combo deal. So it's plain white shirts or wife beaters that they wear under their main shirt. Because it soaks, it keeps you cool. Always. It keeps you cool. Um, and then cool. it's always, always their main shirt, whether, whether or not they're out, you know, where they're wearing their tracksuit or their cargo shorts, it's always tucked in. Always. Tucked in with the $10 belt that they got from, uh, from Walmart, Walmart Target. or, or Atwoods. Oh yeah. Or tractor supply yeah. company. It's, it's that. That ten dollar belt that's sitting on the rack that's they've worn for twenty five years, created their own holes with their pocket knives. I've done it. Um, you know, <laughs> just just it's always tucked in, and, it it, and it's always it's it. Their their reasoning before it is it keeps you cool. 
I think it keeps I keep it keeps that fupa a little <laughs> keeps a, a little higher. Keeps a little higher. Yeah, that muffin top isn't as uh, bloated over. My Thank dad you. did that ever since I was uh, ever since I was young. Man, always wore that t shirt underneath. Hey man, so, keeps you cool. Yeah, it does keep you cool. Apparently, you cool. who's your what's your number one? All right, but number one, and this is oh dude, the most. Cringy shirt a dad could wear. I say the most cringy, like we're judging uh, cringy shirts, but just the most dad fit is a, like an old school affliction shirt. Oh yeah, just oh, like yeah. a black, like a black affliction shirt with white and gray accents. Oh, dude, affliction American fighter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you even, know those dudes wear Oakleys yep. and tap out and cargo shorts. <laughs> if you wear an affliction shirt. I think, I think you go home, and you and your wife have boxing matches. Oh, for sure on the daily. Yeah, um, as uh, Theo Vaughn said, you know that bro's going home to punch. Yeah, he, <laughs> he th- that bro goes home. He, he either you know he he, he drinks gets a his, monster. He gets his giant, not just the regular monster, but the one with the the right. one that looks with like a screw top it, lid. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go, and then they get their. Uh, they drink a Modelo, yeah, and then they just get, get their you, box on. They just, yeah, they go at it. Yeah, you know, I think uh, it turns them on though. I think so too. That's okay, but yeah, what's your number one? <laughs> they at least, uh, at least breathable. Yeah. Oh no, joke. They they are breathable. Uh, they they used to be big though. You can see every. I don't know what happened to the brand. Every square inch of everything on those because they're like the thinnest shirts ever made. Oh yeah, you also. see you see your nipple a mile oh, yeah. away. Oh yeah crazy my number one has got got to be the nike air monarchs and not just the air monarchs but the signature air monarchs with the white the white uh out whatever yeah and then with the blue nike label it's got those hints of gray those p carol i call them the dad at the backyard barbecue fours you know they're always rocking those nike monarchs because you know why they can walk into an academy Yep. And they're thirty nine ninety nine, yep. and a dad always goes, "Well, that's a good deal. What a deal! What a deal! <laughs> Let me grab three. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Give the other two a break while I wear one. One, one's perfectly white for you know uh, social events. <laughs> yeah. One is uh you know it's the one they wear on the daily, and then the other one is their lawn mowing pair, which is just green, totally green, <laughs> totally dyed green. But, so gross. Uh, yeah, that's a good one though. So that's our. My dad had a pair similar to those. They were just the New Balance style. There you go. Same. They look like the same thing. Yeah, they definitely ripped each other off. He, I think he did all three in those. I think he went to church and did work in the yard and uh, um, what was the other one you said? Mow the lawn. Mow the oh lawn. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. Yeah. So I think he did all three. Man, it was those shoes had their days. Some honorable mentions out there. I, I said some, uh, you know, I thought Sanooks. Oh, um, yeah. Those. What else? What else you got for honorable mentions? Uh, you said Hey Dudes as well, but Hey Dudes are sort of. They're nah. making it more, definitely yeah, more popular. Yeah, I see a lot sure. of young guys wearing Hey Dudes now. But, like, I, I think what I was thinking of was Sanooks. Yeah. They kind of had that kind of style before. Yeah. The uh, the open back Sanooks. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Crocs. I love, I mean, I, I rock some Crocs. I don't care. I rock some Crocs. Any I want every some day. fleece line Crocs. I think flip flops. Okay. With, yes. So flip flops or even um, all tall white socks that aren't like 
you know how you like push them down a little bit so that they don't look fully stretched? Yeah. They just fully stretch them suckers. With those, uh, those thin white socks. With Chacos. Socks yeah. and Chacos. Socks and Chacos. Oh, dude. Or Tevas. Socks and Tevas. That's mm-hmm. what Paul wears. Running around with those cargo shorts oh, tucked in. With his tucked in white shirt. And his, and, his, <laughs> and his fully pulled up white socks. It's so bad. Sorry, Papa. Oh. It's all good. That was a good one. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. That kind of that kind of wraps it up. Yeah, huh? it wraps it up here. This is uh this is two beers and a mic. Nice pod, man. Yeah, nice pod. See you Appreciate later. It. See you guys.